Okay, good evening again. We are in a series. So the series is um, 2022, the year of greater works. I will really encourage you to please, please go back to parts one, two, three, because this is really not a New Year's message. Okay. This is really God's prophetic word for the entire 2022. In other words, this is God's plan for his children for 2022. So as you go back and you meditate on the previous teachings, what will happen is your faith will become stronger and it will cause God's word to manifest in your life because that's the end goal why God sent his word for all of us so that we would experience it for ourselves, okay? And that would give greater glory to God. So once again, no, uh, the prophetic word is 2022 is the year of greater works. So that means we will see greater works in the kingdom of God. And that's good news because we belong to the kingdom of God. We do not belong to this world. And the greater works will come from the kingdom of God. It will manifest into the world. It will actually influence the world. It also means we're going to see greater works in our finances. So that's very good news. So because God knows that we need money. Uh, and he doesn't want us to love money. But. If we love God above all else, the good news is, as we believe the prophetic word and we walk closely to God, we will see a dramatic change even in our financial status this year, okay? Because God is able to do a greater work in the financial realm because it has nothing to do with the economy of this world. Philippians 4.19 says he will provide according to his riches. That's where our source is. It will come from God. It will come from his wealth. So as you walk closely with God and you really believe his word this year, even in the financial realm, you will do greater works. There will be financial increase among us. There will be financial abundance, even divine reversals. No? So... As of today, no, uh, we've uh, finished a whole month of teachings. And we have learned uh, from January that because this is the year of greater works, there are four things. Once again, there are four things we can expect to happen. Okay, I'll just run them down again. One is 2022 is the year of the new so there is a spiritual shift that has happened as we've entered into the new year god is really taking us into a brand new season in the kingdom of god listen very carefully okay as you draw closer to god you will sense that in your spirit. There's a spiritual shift in the atmosphere. 
and he has prepared new things for his children this year. So what's important is like what we've learned, do not remember the past anymore. Close the door on the past. Even if you had hurt feelings, even uh, if you need to forgive uh, yourself or someone else, just forgive, have a clean slate, okay? Uh, let God heal you. Let God comfort you, strengthen you so that you can move on with God this year fresh with a clean slate. That's what's important. <clears throat> Secondly, it's also important because this is the year of the new. Do not put God in a box. Okay? Thinking, did if God... Uh, work in that way before then he will work in the same way this year not necessarily okay because he is a creator he has creative ways to bless you okay he will not repeat what he did before he has new things up his sleeves okay so it's very uh important vitally important to be discerning okay union discerning when something comes up and it's new you got to check it out una una by the holy spirit in your spirit and then check it out with the word of god if it comes from god to say new things no so if God will give us new things, well, guess what? Even the devil can counterfeit new things, okay? I just need to warn you with that because it's an old trick by the devil. No, there's nothing uh, new about him. In fact, no, he always duplicates what God does. So ngayon, alam niya yung prophetic word, no? New things. So he can bring new things in your life. So you've got to be very discerning, okay? If there's any word, no, discernment is so important this year. This year, be discerning. Check out everything with the word of God. The word of God is final authority. And check it out by the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you. Okay? And because this is the year of the new, another point is just be open. Okay? Be flexible. Right? when it comes to your personal lives and he might surprise you. Lord sa surprises. And why? Because he is a creator. He's a creator. So, just allow him, no? Just, just allow him to surprise you. No, that's my point. Now, the second, so the second thing uh, we can expect this year is this. 2022 is the year of divine reversal and i just want to tell you god is already at work doing these things because i can already see it in my life and i am sure no if you just look back at january there has been new things that has been appearing in your life already okay just be sensitive to that no and <clears throat> It's easier to see what God is doing or if he has already answered your prayers if you really keep 
a journal. No, I'll emphasize it again and again. Keep a journal of your daily walk with God plus your written prayer requests. No, your written prayer requests. And like we said, no, the re prayer requests in answer to God's question to us. What is God's question to us? What do you want me to do for you? And hopefully, no, you've written all your prayer requests. And it's good to write them down so you can be expectant every day, every day of your life. All right? So keep your faith, you know, burning every day. No, don't let it, don't let it uh, weaken. Don't let it weaken. You just go back to the promises of God. Go back to your the prayers that you prayed for. And then always thank the Lord. Always thank the Lord that, that he has answered your prayer. To keep your faith burning. Okay? So, because this is God's divine reversal, uh, God will now begin to overturn overturn the works of the enemy okay especially especially uh, the works the evil works that we have seen in the past two years he will now begin to overturn it watch out for that now God as God begins to manifest his greater works you will see no Sicknesses will be turned into healings. Okay. Bondages of sin will be turned to forgiveness and freedom. Divine reversal. Lack and debt and poverty will be turned into financial increase and abundance. No? So why? Because it is the year of greater works. So if it's greater works, we have to have greater expectancy. All right? So let's look at Psalm 30. Psalm 30 verses 10 to 12. Okay? So even if I <clears throat> read it, read it with me. Go there. So you will see it with your own eyes. Psalm 30 verses 10 to 12. Verse 10 says, Hear, O Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. So the prayer there is, Lord, have mercy on me. It's like the prayer of King Hezekiah and blind Bartimaeus, remember? And we can pray that prayer this year. Why? Because we have a covenant of eternal mercy with God. We have a covenant of mercy with God. Scripture says, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah, no? It's forever. So you can cry out in faith for the mercy of God like King Hezekiah and blind Bartimaeus. And what will happen? Look at verse 11. If you do that in faith, verse 11 says, You have turned for me 
my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. So if it's a cry of faith, he'll hear you, of course, because it's full of faith. And he will turn your mourning into dancing, okay? Your years of waiting into fulfillment, in other words. He'll answer you with a divine reversal. It would be such an obvious miracle in your life that the only proper response you can have is similar to verse 12. Look at verse 12. To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. So when God does divine reversals, no, obvious miracles in your life, you cannot be silent. You won't be silent. Nobody can stop you from praising him. Nobody can stop you from proclaiming him. Okay, And the world will hear it. And God will be glorified and people will get to know God more and more because of God's greater works in your life. No? So receive, no? receive the prophetic word because there will be more glory given to God when it manifests in your life. So the third thing we can expect is this. 2022 is the year the king remembered. Okay, I hope by next year, memorize that natin to. 2022 is the year the king remembered. That means at the end of 2022, you can look back and say, yes, this is the year the king remembered his covenant with me. This is the year he remembered me. Okay, and the word remember, we already discuss this it means when god remembers he is ready to take action okay he's ready to take action so god has been waiting for a specific time to reveal himself and guess what this is the season and the time for him to take action this is this year okay why? Simple, very simple, no? And you will see this pattern from Genesis to Revelation. No? When God's people go through a period of harshness and difficulty, okay, there, there comes a time and God's people begin to cry out to God. There comes a time, okay, that God will rise up with his compassion overturn the works of the evil one and meet the needs of his people. And I'm saying to you, okay, I'm saying to you <clears throat> in the presence of God, this is the year he will really take action and remember his promises to his people because he has seen, okay, nakita naman niya, he has seen the trouble Okay, the, the harshness, the great distress that the people have went through these past two years. Okay, 
And he's just waiting for the specific time. And this is the Kairos time. 2022 is his time. No? And that, that, that makes this year very exciting. It will now begin to turn God's way. Okay? Evil cannot prevail over God. Good prevails over evil, but not evil. Okay? And you will see that in history. You'll see that in Bible history. You will see that in human history. No evil can ever prevail. It will only come up for a time, ilang, ilang years long, and then God intervenes. Even at the time of the Antichrist. Even in the future. Okay? In the future, when the Antichrist comes, ilang years lang siya. Ilang years lang. Three and a half years. And then after that, three and a half years of judgment. See? He cannot sustain, the devil cannot ever sustain a battle against God and his people. Can never sustain. Okay? That's why it's good news. It's good news that this is the year he will rise up. Okay? So, talagang be excited every morning. Huh? As far as God is concerned, tapos na ang pandemic. And we have to see things in the spiritual realm. Okay? If God is saying we are entering to a brand new season, this pandemic is on its way out already. Amen? It's on its way out. All right. Okay? Cannot overemphasize it. Okay. I think we're all fed up with it. So, aren't we all fed up with it? We're fed up with it. We were not meant to be under the control of any situation in this life. Never. God never meant us to be under any situation. We are overcomers. So, praise God. This is this year for the church. This is good news for the church. No, That's why I was... Uh, I was really led by God to, uh, to share this to as many Christians as possible because this is all for the body of Christ, not just our local church. So tonight, no, tonight, I want us to go deeper into the fourth thing that we can expect this year. And we said the fourth thing is 2022 is also the year of reward and spoil, okay? So let's go back. We'll go deeper. Let's go back to the passage. 1 Samuel chapter 30, all right? 1 Samuel chapter 30. Okay. So I'll read verses 3 and 4. We studied this last week. There are more revelations tonight. 3 and 4. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Verse 4, then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no power to weep. Okay, so what's the context of this? David and his men went back to the city of Ziklag, went back there, 
And when they went back after three days, they saw their city burned to the ground. All their love, loved ones, their wives, their children were kidnapped by the Amalekites. And all their animals were taken which represented their livelihood. In other words, in other words, in one day they lost everything. Okay. It's a tragic and gruesome event in their lives. So much so that the men wailed in grief and in horror until there, there was no more strength to cry. No? So I just want you. Can you imagine that happening with your life? Can you imagine that? Oh, I cannot even imagine. Okay. I cannot. But this is very tragic. So, what's worse, something happened to David in verse 6. No? Something worse happened. Verse 6a, no? the first half of it. I'll read it. Now, David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved and every man for his sons and his daughters. So what's the worst thing that happened? The men were so much in grief and anger, they don't know what to do anymore. So they put all the blame on David, their leader, and they were planning to kill him, okay? So that brought great distress on David. I can only imagine that, no? great distress. So if we see our lives, no? there's nothing compared to what happened to David, okay? But if we see our lives, no? it's really true. Things are going to happen in our lives that we do not like or things that hurt us or things that trouble us, diba? to the point that we will feel at least great stress. It, things happen. Or sometimes Christians will feel hopelessness. It happens to Christians. No? And there are also things out of our control. Like this pandemic is really out of our control, okay? Uh, everything about it and all its ramifications. There are also things that happen to you that are results of your bad decisions. Am I correct? That's also part of it, no? So, bad things happen. But the good news is, okay, in all these things, there is one thing we can control. And don't ever forget this. What we control in every situation is our response. Our response. Even if it's, if, if it's our mistake. Or somebody else's mistake. Whatever it is, we can control our response. What is important in every kind of situation, especially in bad situations, is how we respond. 
And we will always have a choice how to respond to trials, difficulties, and tragedies. Always. We always have a choice. No? Yung phrase na naririnig natin, but pastor, I have no choice. That's not true. No, there's no such thing that in your life that you will never have a choice. We will always have a choice even in a tragic situation like David, okay? Like David's situation. So don't forget this, okay? Don't forget this. It's choices that determine how things will turn out in our lives. I will say it again. It's choices that will determine how things will turn out in our lives. How we choose to respond determines our future. God does not determine it. Listen to me, okay? God does not determine your future. He has a plan for your future, but he doesn't determine that. The devil does not determine it. Your family members do not determine it, even your best friends, okay? It's you. Praise God. It's you. It's your choices in life that will, okay, control your future or will determine your future. And in this story, David made, made the right kind of response. Okay? Not like his men. Can you just imagine if David was like his men? Nothing happened in that story. No. But David, kahit mag-isa na lang siya, ha? Just imagine that, no? Even, even if he was the only person left, and because he made a right choice, okay, it turned around everything for his whole group or for, for the whole city. Can you imagine what one person can do with a right choice? One person. Sa atin, no? we are how many now? Six, seven, eight. Just one person of us okay, in a tragic situation can make one right choice. It can affect all of us. You are? That's good news. God does, you know, you will see that in scripture. God never needs a majority. Never needs a majority. No. And you, you always hear me say this. You and God are the majority. You always hear me that say. I say that all the time. And that is so real to me. That is so real to me. You don't know how much that is so real to me. What's important is you make the right kind of choice like David. So look at David. No? Verse 6b. What's his choice? What's his response? But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Okay? What's his choice? David 
chose, this is his response, David chose supernatural solutions over natural solutions. Again, David chose supernatural solutions over natural solutions. Just imagine this, no? David was a mighty man of war with an impressive history of winning battles. No? In the natural, no? in the natural, he could have just rallied his men or his soldiers. He could have just boosted their morale and went after the enemy. After all, after all, we're talking about David. At the age of 17, he killed Goliath and led a national victory for Israel. That's how good a warrior he is. And in the natural, he could have done that. Okay. But he chose the right solution, a supernatural solution. He first strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. Okay. For David, God was his life. God, God was everything for him. It did not matter if he lost everything already. For him, for, for him, God is the solution. God is his life. God is his strength. Therefore, he chose God. He chose the supernatural. Amen. Over any man over any situation, given the same chance over and over again, David will always choose God. And that is what somehow, you know, God is waiting for us to do, that we will always choose God and the supernatural over, nat over the natural. Look, look at what he did. No. Uh, I would like to emphasize what I emphasized last week no, before we go to verse 8. Not only did he choose God, by choosing God, he made the, one of the greatest decisions of his life. He chose to develop his intimacy with God. Intimacy with God is not automatic. You have to choose it. You have to put effort to it, like David. You have to be determined. It's a choice with action. But that choice, you know, that choice gave him so much victory in his life. So much victory. So look at verse 8. You know? Look at the supernatural solutions he did. Verse 8, so David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? For David, and it should be for us, okay? It should be for us. To choose God, to choose supernatural solutions, we need to go after the word. We need to go after the word. 
Choosing God means you choose the word of God. Okay, like David. He sought God for wisdom and direction. And the word of God is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is the word of God. Okay, are you getting me? Huh? So let's look at Proverbs 4. Okay, Proverbs 4 verses 5 to 9. I'll wait for you to turn there. I want you to look at it. Proverbs 4 verses 5 to 9. This is wonderful verses. Good promises. And if we take it to heart, apply it in our lives, we will have more and more victories this year. Okay? Proverbs 4 verses 5 to 9. Verse 5. Uh, I have to get it. Okay. Sorry. Proverbs 4. <clears throat> Verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Okay. So God said to get wisdom. Wisdom is not hard to get. Because if it is, he will not command us to get it. Okay? It is not hard to get the wisdom of God. But, the, but, but that's one lie of the devil. It's hard to hear from God and it's hard to get the wisdom of God. That's not true. Okay? God commands us to get wisdom because it's easy. It's really a matter of the heart. Okay? It's a matter of the heart always with God. Like in Jeremiah, it says, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Remember? So it, it's a matter of the heart. If you seek God with all of your heart, you will find him. You will find wisdom. He will give it to you. It will be done by grace. This is not hard. It's just a matter of the condition of your heart. Okay? Verse 6 says there, do not forsake her, that's wisdom, and she will preserve you, love her, and she will keep you. Fantastic promises of God. What will wisdom do for your life? It will preserve your life. It will guard it. It will protect it. Okay? So that's why we need wisdom. That's our protection that will guard our lives. It will preserve us even in times of danger, even during pandemic. You know, the wisdom of God can preserve us from any kind of trouble, any kind of trouble. That's how powerful it is. You know? The supernatural wisdom of God the discernment of God will put you on a safe road. Okay? Look at verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. No? Paulit-ulit siya. Get it, get it. Get it, no? Paulit-ulit, no? Anyway, sabi, wisdom is the principal thing. 
no, uh, I, uh, I went and looked for a synonym in thesaurus for, uh, for principal. Principal means the most important. It means dominant, okay? So when you say wisdom is the dominant thing, it should be the dominant truth that you hold on to. I'll say it again. If wisdom is the principal thing, it should be the dominant truth in your life that you hold on to. Okay? Another synonym for principal is major. Sino nagsabing major, major? Major. Okay? So, in the Bible, in the different versions of verse 7, Principal is also translated preeminent, supreme, or most important thing. Okay. I will read it in another version. This is, I love this version. EXB. It's the first time I read it. EXB. I don't know what it means. But EXB. Wisdom is the most important thing. So get wisdom. I'll say it again. Wisdom. Is the most important thing in your life. So get wisdom. It says here, if it 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 costs, it will. Teka muna. If it malito, it. <laughs> if okay. If it costs everything you have above all requisitions, get acquire understanding. Again, wisdom is the most important thing, so get wisdom. If it costs everything in it will cost everything in your life. If it costs everything you have get understanding. If it costs everything you have, get understanding. Uh, magulo ba ako? Magulo kasi yung handwriting ko. Magulo <laughs> na handwriting ko. Ulitin ko. My goodness. Ang dami kong i-edit dito. Ulitin ko. <laughs> wisdom is the most important thing, so get wisdom. Even if it costs everything you have, Above all requisitions, get acquire understanding. Okay? So that's how important it is. It's saying even if it costs everything in your life. Okay? That means give all your effort. Give all your energy. All your time. Set aside the not important things just to get wisdom. And that's from the Bible. And you're going to do this with the help of God. Not your own effort. You're going to do this you know, by the Holy Spirit, by His anointing. Okay? And in fact, no, with the right heart, God will reveal wisdom to you. But you have to put all your effort into it. Okay? Give all your time and energy to it. 
I'm saying that no because sometimes and I know this no sometimes uh, Christians no for example uh, they have a problem they pray about it and sometimes no when the answer doesn't come easily uh, sometimes Christians get easily discouraged and because they get easily discouraged they do, don't put so much effort in it they get tired of seeking you know and we should not get weary no? it's a matter of perspective okay? even if it takes time it doesn't mean you have to you have to do it on your own effort what makes it weary is is when you feel that you're all alone getting wisdom. When you feel that God's not hearing you or God is not giving it to you. When what bogs us down is how we see things, our perspective. Okay. Actually, don't tayo na si stress. Na si stress tayo on how we think. When we think negatively about a situation, the more stressed we become. Okay. But, but, okay, if you see, for example, a command, like you see, God will say, you get wisdom, and you see it in the light of grace, you see it in the light of uh, the help of God, it won't be so difficult. Why? Because you're expecting God to help you, okay? And a lot of, I, I, I just find this, you know, people, Christians are just easily discouraged. You know. People are just easily discouraged. So, in getting wisdom, I just want to encourage you, you know, God is right there, ready to give wisdom to you. It's just a matter of the heart. If he sees that you're putting aside, you know, the, not the important, you know, not the important things, and you are making it your priority, you are making God's solution your priority, that you really want this for your life, God, by his grace, will give it to you. It's still a matter of the heart, okay? Because Nothing in the Christian life should be done with self-effort. Nothing. Kaya siya tiresome. Okay. With God, it's all a matter of the heart. I'll keep repeating that. I don't know why, but I have to keep repeating it. So it will, uh, it will sink in our hearts. Okay. Go deep into our hearts. So look at verse 8. Verse 8 says, Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Grave, no? These are the benefits of wisdom. You like promotion? Wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will give you honor in this life. Okay? And verse 9, she will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory she will deliver to you. You know, above all, you know, this is a uh, this is what I want the most. Now, above all, what you will receive is all 
uh, God will pour out His grace upon your life. That's what's going to happen. He will pour out His grace upon your life, His glory upon your life. You know, it will be like a ornament of grace, a crown of glory. He will pour it on your life from the top of your head down to your toes. Okay, grace and the glory of God. That's how important wisdom is. Okay? And David chose the supernatural wisdom of God in a tragic situation. And that wisdom of God overturned, you know, he spread his troubles. It gave him victory. It gave him honor. Hanggang ngayon, pinag-uusapan natin. You know? It promoted him spiritually. This is before he became king. Okay? And that prepared him for his kingship. Alright? So as you seek the wisdom of God, go for supernatural solutions over natural solutions. I cannot overemphasize this. Go. This year, go for supernatural solutions over natural solutions. Okay? As you take time to be in the presence of God and in His Word, Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. And how do you know it's the wisdom of God? How do you know that you heard from God? Ito lang yon. These are the simple guidelines. One, if you really took the time, yun yon. If you took the time and you, you set aside natural solutions, most likely you got the wisdom of God. Okay. Second, the wisdom of God will never contradict any portion of scripture because the word of God is still final authority in your life. Okay? And Holy Spirit will not contradict Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit authored the Bible. Amen? He wrote the Bible. So if you hear from Holy Spirit, definition you will also see it in the word of God. He will not contradict himself. Okay? So, and the third one, you know it's the wisdom of God because the anointing of God will increase in your life. It will increase. The presence of God, the anointing of God. And child of God, you know. I think you know. You know the anointing of God and you know the presence of God. Am I correct? You know His presence. And you also know when you're already far. Am I correct? And you're just thinking on your own. You know that deep in your heart. And this is the year, no? This is the year that we can be Honest with ourselves. No, just be honest with yourself. Be honest in the presence of God. Okay? If you're confused about certain things, there is wisdom from God. 
there is. Okay. So I will I will I don't know emphasize this. It's all a matter of the heart. If you do not have any human agenda, none. If you have set it aside, your human agenda, and you go after God's agenda, yun lang yon. You say to God, Lord, not my will, not what I want. I'm seeking your wisdom. I'm seeking your direction. What you want this time. What you want. Okay? When you seek God's agenda, he will lead you to his wisdom. And he will see the heart of his children. It's always the heart. Okay? So let's go back. No? Let's go back. Look at... Uh, oh yeah, 1 Samuel 13. <laughs> let's go back to that story. Verse 8. And let's look at the, uh, uh, the answer of God to David. Verse 8b. And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall overtake them. And without fail, to, no? recover all. I would have loved to be in David's shoes. No? When you hear those words from God, without fail, you will not fail. No? Sarap yung mariniki, Lord. Yandel, you will not fail. Just do this. No? Aiki, you will not fail. Just do this. No, it's so nice to hear that from the Lord. No, and He does that. No, when He when He instructs you, He encourages you. Si Lord, no? He's a very encouraging God, and that's what He said to David: Pursue, you shall overtake, and without fail recover all. This year, 2022, God wants you to recover all that the enemy has stolen from you. God wants it. God wants you to recover all, okay? No? So, it, because in the first place, it was not his. It belonged to you. It's not his. He just stole it. No? He might have stolen your health. That's your health. God will restore your health. He might have stolen your money. That's your money. God you will recover it. Amen. He might have stolen your joy. Amen. And dami, no? These past two years, and dami na depressed na Christians. No? Dami na depressed. He can restore your joy. Satan stole our joy. You know? And God can, you can, this year you will recover your joy. This year you will recover your peace. Hallelujah. This year, you will recover even your work. You know, what God meant you to do. Amen. No? So, why? Because this is the year of reward and spoil. Don't forget that. It's the year of reward and spoil. In other words, it's the year of victory. Okay? So, verse 9. <clears throat> After God said that, verse 9, so David went and he and his men, 600 men who were with him. So I like to emphasize two things here in verse 9. One is they immediately obeyed. Immediate obedience. So 
you know, when you've spent so much time already in prayer, you're fasting, you're praying, you're, you're seeking the wisdom of God. Well, when the word comes, obey. You spend so much time already seeking, but when it comes, that means that's the time to obey. Every time you hear the word of God is always the time to obey. Not tomorrow, not next week, but once you hear it, okay? Immediate obedience always. So once you hear the word of God, once you have confirmed it already by the word of God and by the spirit of God, you have to receive it by faith, then obey. Okay? So that's the start of your victory. That's the start of your victory. In other words, the knowledge of God's will prepares you for victory, but obedience assures you of victory. I'll say it again. The knowledge of God's will or wisdom prepares you for victory. But obedience assures you of victory. Without obedience, there will be no manifestation of victory. Amen? Okay. So it's still a matter of choice. Believing is one thing. Obeying is another thing. Obedience is the key to victory. Okay. So if God is ready to take action, well, guess what? This is also the year that you will take action. All right? Because he will pour out his wisdom this year and be ready to take action. Not next year. Not after the pandemic. Okay? No, not anymore. When you hear it, just do it. We're not tied to this pandemic. Wala na. Nauna na si Lord, okay? Natapos na sa kanya ang pandemic. So we have to move beyond this pandemic and just, okay, whatever you hear from God, anyway, He will give you the wisdom to do it. Okay, so uh, the, the second thing I want to emphasize with verse 9, no? not only immediate obedience, this story is in the Old Testament. We are not under the Old Testament. We are under the New Covenant. That's very important, no? Because a lot of people are quoting from Old Testament and they're applying what they learn from Old Testament, no? Uh, that's only applicable to the saints of the Old Testament. I have to remind all of us, though we are studying this, we are under the new covenant in the blood of Jesus Christ. What do I practically mean? It means when it comes to spiritual battles against Satan, Jesus Christ has already won and defeated the enemy by the cross. He already won. And secondly, he is giving his victory over the devil to his children in our generation. Okay? So part of your inheritance, part of your blessing in Christ is 
the victory of Christ. That's your inheritance. Okay? It's your inheritance. So look at 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14. says there, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. We, we read this last week. This is an eye-opening. Eye-opener to, no? Now, thanks be to God who always, underline that, always leads us in triumph in Christ. Why do we give thanks to God in all circumstances, even in the worst scenario of our lives? Why do we do that? Because of this, God always leads us in triumph in Christ. We do not give thanks for the trial. We give thanks because God will give us victory over the trial. Okay? So when you allow God to lead you, he will lead you to victory always. Victory is always the result when you are really led by God. That's how you know if you're led by God. Because God will never lead a Christian to failure. God will never lead a Christian to defeat. It did not say there. God will not lead a Christian to frustration and disappointments. Okay, that's not our God. That's not God. Satan leads us to frustration and dis disappointments. Satan. God knows when he is really leading your life. That's how you know. That's why you have to check yourself. If God is leading your life, you will have victory. How many times? Always. I did not say it. The Bible said it. Okay? So I'm boldly saying it to you. Victory is your portion. It's your inheritance. Grab it. Take hold of it. Believe on it. Okay? Uh, why always victory? Because it is Jesus' victory over the devil. It's not your victory. It's his victory. That's why it's always a victory. We are never meant to fight the enemy to win over him. Never. We are meant to fight him to enforce the victory of Jesus Christ over him. So that's different. Okay? That's different. That's why God always leads us to Jesus' victory over the devil. Hindi sasayangin ng ama ang tagumpay ng anak niya. In other words, nagtagumpay ang anak para maranasan ng lahat ng mga anak. Hindi sasayangin yun ni Lord. And it's time that we think the way God thinks. 
Jesus won the victory so we can experience victory. That's his intention. And we have to enforce victory over the devil because we are the ones who can do that on this earth. Not unbelievers. Only the church of God. Okay? If we don't do it, nobody will. And next week, no, next week, especially next week, and the coming weeks, we will learn more about winning, how to win. Okay. More practical steps. Now look at Psalm 144, verse 1. Psalm 144, verse 1. It says there, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Nice. Nice verse. Blessed be the Lord, my God, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Why does God, you know, or what does God do for his children according to this verse? He trains them for war and for battle. Why? Simple reason. Very simple. Because the enemy is still with us here on earth. Yun lang yun. He's still with us. He's on the loose. And God wants his children to fight him so he can be overcome. Every time he attacks. He wants the devil to lose every time he attacks us. That's why he takes time to train us. And we will, okay, and that's, we will spend time, okay, allowing God to train us for war and for battle. Okay, be ready for the coming weeks. All right? Okay, we will kick some butts in the spiritual realm this year. Okay, so... Uh, uh, and he will do that now. He will train us simply by his word and by his spirit. Actually, even now, no, don't wait for next week. Even now, ask him. Ask him, you pray, Lord, train me how to overcome the enemy in my personal battles. Train me. Ask God. He will do that. He will train you. Okay. And then maybe we have lots to share the next time we have Bible study. What's important right now is that you have, we have a victory mindset. Victory mindset. Let's change our self-image from being failures to overcomers. From being victims to victors. Does not matter what happened to you these past two years. It really doesn't matter. What matters is how God thinks of you. That's all that matters. Okay. It doesn't even matter how think, what you think about yourself. What matters is how God thinks about you, okay? So 
we are, di ba? We are recreated in the image of God, and God is a mighty man of war. Jesus Christ is the victorious King. He already won over the enemy, and we are recreated in that image. When the day you got born again, you were destined for victory. Okay. Destined. That's our destiny. All right. Panahon na. Okay. Panahon na. So there is no one here, no this group right now at the sound of my voice who is a failure. No one. We may stumble. We may fall sometimes. We may make mistakes, make bad decisions about our lives, but. In Christ, it said, Romans 8.37, we are more than conquerors. Now, you've got to receive that by faith from now on. You've got to over, over again say to yourself, I am more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. No? Every, time, every time that the devil tempts you, no? tempts you to think negative thoughts about yourself, even negative thoughts about other people, okay? Even other people. Just say, no? Just say, no, no devil. You're a liar. That person is my brother. That person is my sister. We are one in Christ. And in Christ, you are a loser. We are the overcomers. We have to stick together. Do you understand? This year, the church has to stick together. Ang ginawa sa atin, divide and conquer. That's what he did. That's what he did to the body of Christ. That's why there's so many divisions in the body of Christ. Well, it's a, it's, I think it's about time. No? It doesn't really matter what we think. It, it, it also doesn't matter the doctrines that we hold dear, no? that we hold dear in our hearts. What matters is our master, our savior, okay, wants his family together, united, receiving, okay, receiving his faith that we may conquer the enemy together this year. That's what matters the most. Why? Look at Romans 8.37, no? Yung keynote ko. And I will read it in the source. Romans 8.37. What does it mean more than conquerors? No? Ang hirap. <laughs> it's difficult to Confess that about ourselves. I am more than a conqueror if we don't understand it. Okay? So in the, in the source, this is how it said. But in all these situations, we are super abundantly victorious. Ulitin ko. We are super abundantly victorious through Him who loved us. So you more than conquerors can also be translated super abundantly victorious. So as Christians, no, united with Jesus Christ, because of his death on the cross, we are super abundantly victorious. And every time, okay, ito yon, every time we enforce a victory over the devil, we have a super abundantly 
Ang hirap to, super abundantly victory. <laughs> ang, ang dami kasi superlatives, no? We have a super abundant victory. So, we don't only have an ordinary victory. Yun ang ibig sabihin ng more than conquerors. We just don't have an ordinary victory. In the same manner that Jesus had a great victory over the enemy, that is also what we're going to experience in our lives. It's a super abundant victory that he will give us over the devil. Okay? So, be excited, no? Yun yun. That is who you are, and that's the description of your year. Okay? It's the year of a super abundant victory year. Okay? So, let's return. We'll finish the story now, verse 17 to 20, and then malapit na tayo. Then David, 17, then David attacked them from twilight until evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 men who rode on camels and fled. 18, so David recovered all. Grabe. That the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives. Verse 19, and nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great. Sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them, them, repeat the scripture. David recovered all. Again, that's a description of our year. We will recover all. This is God's purpose and God's will for our lives. Take it by faith. Verse 20, then David took all the flocks and herds and... They had driven before those other livestock and said, this is David's spoil. This is David's spoil. So, grabe, no? they did not only recover all, there was an addition. They had spoil. What does that mean? Whatever the enemy possessed, okay? was transferred to them. So they have a spoil, some sum sa Tagalog. No? So this is the year where you're not only going to recover all that rightfully belongs to you, but you will have, you will receive additional things from God. So he robbed us, now we're gonna rob the enemy. Amen? He has to return sevenfold. And whatever he possesses, that's not... Anyway, he's a thief, actually. He's a thief. And whatever he has today on this earth does not belong to him. And guess what? Everything he has belongs to God and to his children. It belongs to us. Amen. All right? Belongs to us. I'm taking my portion. Take your portion. Okay? Take your portion. So, kanya-kanya tayong portion. So, this is vital. What's vitally important for us to learn tonight is this. There has to be a battle first before you receive your reward and spoil. 
Okay. Everything in your life that is troublesome or this pandemic will end when the people of God will fight spiritually. You have to get this because God is not waiting on the government. Definitely not. He's not waiting for men who are unbelievers. He is waiting for his children to enforce victory. But we need to spiritually fight first the enemy this year. Okay? So we can have reward and spoil. But don't worry, God will teach us and God will train us. So God did not only promise victory. Actually, no, I can give you this verse. No, God did not only promise victory. God gave us spiritual weapons. Okay? I want to end, no, end in this note. No, God gave us spiritual weapons. You look at 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. Second Corinthians 10. Okay. I'll read in the Amplified. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not carrying in our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not Physical weapons of flesh and blood. You take note of that, no? But they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. This is New Testament, okay? This is talking about battles in the spiritual realm. And it says there, actually, just permit me, no? Kasi... Maganda sa Tagalog. Babasahin ko lang sa Tagalog. Sabi sa Tagalog ito, sapagkat bagaman kami ay nabubuhay pa sa katawang tao, ang pakikipaglaban namin ay hindi ayon sa pamantayan ng tao. Sapagkat hindi galing sa tao, I'll emphasize, hindi galing sa tao ang mga sandatang ginagamit namin sa pakikipaglaban, kundi galing sa Diyos. It's not written in the English. Kaya I'm, uh, I'm uh, reading it in Tagalog. Kundi galing sa Diyos na may kapangyarihang magwasak kahit na mga kuta. Okay, I hope, you know, ang ganda sa Tagalog, and basically, it's saying, no, it's just saying this. No? Although we're still living in this body, no, we're still in the natural, we're living in this natural earth. And our real self is inside, okay? But the weapons that God gave us did not come from man, from men, okay? The weapons that he is giving us for battle actually came from God. That's why it's mighty. That's why it's powerful. 
than any natural weapon. Do you know how advanced we are in the natural? We're so technical, technical, technologically advanced. Grabe ang pagka-high tech natin ngayon. Okay? In fact, no, our the warfare of the warfare of our age would be chemical warfares, will be biological, will be digital. It's not your natural anymore. And even yung mga natural weapons uh, like the guns and the and the tanks and the airplanes talaga high technology okay and then we have nuclear weapons one click millions will die okay but what is the verse saying i'm saying that because no matter how advanced man's weapons are it is still no match to the weapons that the children of God has at their arsenal, at their disposal. Do you understand? It's more powerful than anything that this world that has ever known. It's a matter of knowing what it is and how to use them so we can change this world. Are you getting it? Okay. No? So... Si, sino mga brave hearts dyan? Sino mga mulan? Sino mga, you know, ang mga, sino ba mga princess, you know, warrior princess dyan? Naalala ko lang si mulan, naalala ko si Moana, naalala ko siya, you know, lahat ng mga cartoons na yan, si Merida, ang naalala ko lang sa lalaki, si Braveheart. You know, we need Christians like that today. Huh? Warrior, princess, and princesses. Okay. I warrior, prince, and princess. Those kinds. Because sayang yung weapons. Those weapons have the capability, Disney kid. Those weapons, our weapons have the capability to change nations. Are you grasping this? How, how big this is, how, uh, you know, if we only have a revelation, you know, how powerful we really are and the mighty weapons that we have, we can change any situation on this earth right now. Okay. Stop looking to natural solutions. Stop depending on it. Start depending on what you have in Christ, on the spiritual weapons that you have, because you have a great destiny of victory that you can enforce right now in our generation in this pandemic. I hope you're getting, no? I hope you're somehow getting what I'm trying to say. It is very sad. This is the sad state of the church. It's very sad that for a while we forgot who we really are in Christ. This pandemic 
has robbed us of our true identity in him. We forgot that we are more powerful than this pandemic and all its ramifications because we have the weapons of God. Okay? We have the weapons of God. And we will study all of that. We will study that. Tonight, God is just changing our mindset. He's changing our hearts. He's preparing us. Do you want this? Do you want to be part of God's, you know, God's victory procession this year? Okay? So it's time, no? It's time to change our priorities, you know, to choose wisely from now on. Go for, always go for supernatural. You're a supernatural being. You're a spiritual being. You're not anymore a natural being. No. You know, you're first of all a recreated spiritual being who have different works and different callings. But your job, even if it's a natural job, like being a lawyer or uh, being a nurse, or whatever, no, whatever. That's not your identity. It's just your work. But beyond your work, there are weapons available that you can use in your work. There are, there are wisdom from heaven that you can use in your calling. Always choose the supernatural over the natural. I think yun yung emphasis tonight. Okay? I'm sensing yun ang emphasis. No? Every time I teach, no? I, hindi ko alam kung ilang beses ko na tinuro to, no, ma'am, no? But every time it's different from other, no? Uh, depends on who I'm talking to. For this group, God is saying to you tonight, choose wisely. On the other side of the natural is a powerful, supernatural kind of lifestyle that you can walk in this year. Why? It is the year of reward and support. 